Right. So this is yet another piece of data in our, our growing theory that headshots are not lethal or even particularly harmful in this universe. Look, headshots are just a way, like you shoot somebody in the head just to like freak them out psychologically. <laughs> just to destabilize them. That's right. Just to put them on the back foot. Yeah. Yeah. This gets in the way of the theory that John Wick is a JoJo though, because he's always That's shooting true. people in the head That's and true. killing them. Unless his stand specifically makes headshots into lethal attacks. That might be his stand. Yeah, he has like his, he has a stand gun, and it's the one stand gun that can kill people. With, now with, I'm with thinking like, now I'm thinking like, has anyone in JoJo's ever died from a headshot from a gun? Permanently? I don't think so. Maybe a non-stand user. Yeah, maybe Whole Horse managed to kill somebody at some point, but... Like, Avdal survives a gunshot wound <laughs> yeah. to the head. Yeah. Everyone oh, survives a gunshot wound to the head. I don't know. I might be forgetting something. And if, if we have, then I, I very much trust our listeners to correct that. But yeah, I don't think anyone dies from a, from, a, I think it's just too obvious a way for someone to die. So a Rocky is always ready to like pull a classic Jojo's like, aha, but when the gun, when the bullet hit my brain, but people I had do a die from gunshots. Yeah, but not to the head. Right. No, the head is just a, you can't really injure it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have a skull. This is Courtney's medical opinion. Yeah. His official. I mean, you have the skull and the skull blocks bullets. <laughs> totally. That's what the skull's there for. Yeah. So you can cut the head. It's basically like a helmet for your head. For your brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about... Uh, Lion Statue's juicy ass. <laughs> I, I was going to say George Harrison, but sure. Oh, right. George Harrison, because of White Owl. While My Guitar because Gently Weeps. While My Guitar Gently Weeps, yeah. Written by George Harrison. That's why he made that reference. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Very relevant. <laughs> so this is the rest of the fight with White Album and Gyacho, because, you know, the episode doesn't end with them just driving the car into the lake and dying. Though it would be romantic. It would be. Yeah. It would be also very, like, very lesbian of them, right? Yeah, to be honest, absolutely. Is there any good fan art of Jordan and Mista dressed as Thelma and Louise? Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> Can someone make there be? Man, that would be so good. That would be. So this episode begins with Mista damaging his hand even more. So, oh, right, because he already lost his pinky. Yeah, and then he his hand freezes to the hood of the car, and he rips it away and loses all the skin on his hand. Mista's crazy. <laughs> the only person crazier than Mista is Jorno. Darius made me write down the line, turn the car into a plant. Yeah, because that's the best advice you can give in that situation. That's, I mean, when when you're with Jorno Giovanna and you're being attacked in a car, what, are, what else are you yeah, going to suggest, right? Turn it into, turn a, it into frog. a frog. Yeah, a frog, yeah. yeah, which he already did last episode, so I guess he has it's to do time the time for plant. Yeah. Jorno just has a, like a decision wheel that's just got two sides. <laughs> plant, frog, it's yeah. true. Yeah, so Mista turns tundra grass into a snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love it that, you know, he tries to grow vines and then he's like, oh, I can't because the only thing that can grow in this temperature is the short grass of the Arctic tundra. Like, I just love... One thing like, I really love about Jorno's power is that it entails him having spent like a lot of time in a library. Right. Like he needs to know so much in order to use it successfully. Yeah, it's no. not just like... Exactly. It's definitely one of those like Green Lantern type powers where it's like I was it's just what say. you make out of it. Yeah. So, which I know I've talked about before, but I don't remember if I've talked about it in part five. I don't know what Green Lantern is. It's oh, a, I know can, it's a superhero. I mean, he can turn any thought he has into an object. So it's like basically oh, it's so like... so it's like that one quirk in 
My Hero Academia. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where she so it's basically stuff, yeah. it basically is highly dependent on the on the user's right. um, creativity. Yeah. And so like one of the classic Green Lanterns, he was an artist, and so a lot of the stuff that he would make with the the Green Lantern ring was really creative and out there. And then like eventually the ring went to a cop, and so it became much more. Shitty. Like I made weapons. <laughs> yeah, it's much more sh- like just different kind of thinking, and I feel like Jorno's power is very much like reflect. Like you said, like it's the kind of person yeah. that he is. So. Like he spends a lot of time reading about anatomy. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. And that's like, and I think it's because he's that weird <laughs> and animals like, and plants. Yeah, processing like over planner type person. Yeah. So like once his stand manifested, he obviously was like, "Well, I'm going to do the very uncool thing and live in this library now for like three years until my hair goes blonde." <laughs> 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 which, which is what happens if you stay in a library for too long. <laughs> but also, I really like the dynamic between Jordan and Mystic in this episode, like even regardless of how romantic the end of the episode is, because Jorno is not fast on his feet in the way that Mista is. Like, obviously, yeah. Jorno is in, in the way that a JoJo's protagonist is, but we see so many shots of him being like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And Mr. being like, well, obviously we're doing like this, 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 this. Jordan's like, yeah. okay. Well, like Jordan's like starts out the episode being like, just go, leave me, yeah. go. I'll be fine. <laughs> you need to live so that we can get the thing out of the statue. And Mr.'s like, okay, but what if we both live and we kill this guy? Right. You know, like it's just, I, I appreciate that they're able to like reframe each other. Mista has like Jonathan and Joseph energy of like, let's just like plow right into it. Whereas Jorno is more of a, of a Jotaro who just sort of like sits back and like silently observes everything and yeah. then figures out what to do. Every time you say Jorno and Jotaro in the same sentence together, I just remember that moment from uh, Eyes of Heaven. Uh, when <laughs> uh, Eyes of Heaven is is a is a sep- is a non canonical like uh, all... it's canonical. It was written by Rocky. It was written by him, but it's not a it's not like in the timeline or it's anything. Canonical. It's canonical. Anyway, it's a it's, it's a counted as canonical. It's a it's video a, game. It's a video game where like all eight parts interact. Yeah, and there's one part where like Jorno and Jotaro end up fighting in the same battle but they haven't like met before and then at the end of and they're like both using their stands obviously and then at the end of it <laughs> Jotaro they're like standing there um, kind of awkwardly and Jotaro's like so you're a stand user too and Jorno <laughs> just like turns and stares at him for a second and then looks away and starts talking about something else <laughs> like I'm not gonna dignify that with an answer <laughs> it's so That's in character Jotaro's version of small talk <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we need to talk about the fact that this episode features both speed skating and snowboarding this episode brought to you by the x games <laughs> uh, definitely some mid-90s energy here yeah yes. very this is like right around so this is like iraqi was writing this around the same time that at least in america we were making like extreme sports movies and movies all about how cool rollerblading was and just it was a it was a moment it was a moment yeah. in history it's oh man, every birthday party ads. I went to, every yeah. birthday party was a rollerblading party. Yeah, Mountain Dew Code Red. You know, like that's just... Isn't that <sighs> still a thing? Probably. I don't, was Code Red a thing in the 90s? I don't know. Right, Maybe not. It's Mount, just a just very Mountain Dew was very, yeah. you know, Slamadoo. That what? was their. That was one of their... their no. Yes. I blacked that out. Yeah. Well, I was in their target demographic that's at that age. True. So, We're, But yeah, so, so that's the kind of cool factor yeah <laughs> if you will here ice cool hey. cool winter sports oh right and it was like the 96 winter olympics or whatever too right um or was that summer 1998 was the winter olympics 
Ah. 96 was the Summer Olympics. Uh-huh. I knew it. Um, 98 was in Nagano, Japan. And 98 was the year that snowboarding debuted as a Winter Olympic sport. This was written in June of 97, which would have wow. been in maybe like the lead up, like yeah, the, tri- yeah. the pre-Olympic Wait, trials Wait, was it snowboarding in the manga though? Because I almost am now having a memory that maybe it was a sleigh in the manga. It's the same in the manga as in the anime. It, he goes, it's a sled. No, wait, a snowboard. And then you get to see, you know, a, a hip shot of, uh, you know, of, 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 or Mista. Uh, of Mista being a cool dude. So what you're saying is that the Winter Olympics added snowboarding because of Because this, of JoJo. This, this, yeah. 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 That, that checks out. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, <laughs> that was worth it. Yeah. Good. Glad we did that. One thing that we learned, um, because one of the things that we care about most in JoJo's is the accuracy of statues um, and other environmental elements. And in case you're wondering, the real life lion statue it does Venice. not have a juicy ass. Yeah, I I almost made a note about three times during the episode about how weirdly uh, round and noticeable the statue's ass was. And I was like, Courtney, don't be weird. So luckily for Courtney, I made the note twice myself. <laughs> <laughs> Enough for the both of us. So yeah, and it's it's like, it's a little out there, but then when you look up the how it's drawn in the manga and when you look at it in real life, it was like it wasn't even in the manga. They uh, they they juiced it up for yeah. television. Someone was really on one with this episode. Also, the <laughs> next episode, they just added some some butt cheek. Yeah, they just I think they really were like hitting the stride of like what the spirit of this season was about. Maybe which is... they were practicing for something else. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we going to need to draw some like really big juicy butt cheeks for? Yeah, so that like you know. Eventually, well, so might as well put him on this lion statue. Yeah. I do appreciate that, like, Jorno and Mista are on that sort of weird couple secret language shit now where it's like they can just look at each other and then Jorno's like, I'm going to rip all the skin off my arm <laughs> and you're going to know what to do with that. That shot of his torn up arm yeah. is <sighs> pretty gross. And God. just blood just flying everywhere. It's some it's blood play. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's not mince yeah. words about it. It's interesting that this is the second... Is this the second or third person we've seen make a blood fountain out of themselves? Who's the first and Pers- the little feet? Yeah, oh. yeah, Formaggio. Formaggio doesn't um, Joseph do that when he saves the baby? Oh, yeah, but that's in the water. That's different. Okay, he doesn't make. Oh, <laughs> but you know, it's different because it's not like this is like sending blood droplets into the air to make like a blood mist that is going to help. <laughs> right, it's fight. kind of close to when Joseph send like throws hair into the air. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the Hammond, the Hammond, Hammond hair mist. Hammond, yes. yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's in order to defeat Santana and ensure beer for for yeah. coming generations. I like that mist is like yes, of course you're coating all his weird little ice droplets with your blood. So now I can see how to shoot between them right, naturally. Which, <laughs> which, I mean, I have questions, but, but yeah, I mean, Jorno and Mista, they've now like, they're now like in an established relationship. It's been four days. Yeah. They're on this, Christmas movie time. This is like, it's in, in it's snowy and wintry now. Yeah. So yeah, this is, yeah. I think like, the this is of Christmas. Well, now wait, s- why is it? Oh, right. Because of stand power. I was like, isn't it summer? <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. There's an ice user. I'm <laughs> yeah, not sure if you were aware, but he's basically, he's basically the human pet shop. I, this is honestly like Mista and Jorno's like quickie marriage to me. This Shot- episode. Shotgun marriage. Yeah. Yeah. With Narancha as the witness. <laughs> so Jorno and Mista, the whole of this episode are like, I don't want to say like spit swapping, but they're like resolve swapping. Yes. <laughs> they're like feeding on each other's resolve and they keep being like, 
I don't have enough resolve, but you do. And I'm going to take some of your resolve and now I'm going to do a crazy thing. And then the other one is like, my resolve was almost gone. But you but did that crazy <laughs> thing and now right. I've got your resolve. They're getting yeah. each other really pumped up. So to speak. Indeed. <laughs> this is the part I remember reading this in the manga and especially like Giorno doing the like Pieta like staging holding yeah. Mista with the sun rising behind him. And yeah. I was like, oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, now I see it. Yeah. By the way, I just want to just put a pin in this if you've seen this all the way to the end or whatever, but that sun rising behind his head imagery comes into play later. In a way that is so arc. stupid that we could explain it to you now and you would probably willfully forget it <laughs> yeah. until we have to talk about it again. It's like when whenever you try to describe like anything from part six and and you're just like it's not a spoiler because you'll think i'm insane yeah no really your brain will just erase it immediately the the tiniest (laughs) white Sox player in the world lives in a trash can in a women's prison (laughs) (laughs) when you put it that way it sounds great (laughs) which is weird because i fucking hate that (laughs) that is Hands down, my least favorite character in all of JoJo's. Nature's poker. I would rather watch a whole season about Iggy. <laughs> you did watch a whole Again. two seasons. No, but I no, just, just like it was only one. I know, it was only it was one. one Mercifully, but yeah, no, and like there were other characters. I would rather watch like Adventures of Iggy instead of animating Part Seven. You know, like I was just like sure. As long as if, <laughs> Whoa. If, they, if they cut that kid out of Part Six, man, I would give anything. <laughs> I hate that kid. <laughs> He's clearly I one of Iraqi's favorites. I so. know. You know, I he's hate a, him so much. He's a literal child. I know. I, I would kill him. <laughs> I would problematically murder that <laughs> son of a bitch. Look, his, Aren't you he, so glad I read part six? <laughs> yes. Honestly. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, I just laughed so hard I gave myself a headache. Oh, no. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. Good but reason yeah. to have a headache. So yeah. So Jorno and Mista are married now. Like, and that's obviously... We are extrapolating at least a little bit. Are we? Well, here's the thing. When I was reading part five for the first time, I noticed that like everyone was obsessed with Jorno and Mista. And like up until this point, I was like, why? What's that about? Like, yeah, they're on screen at the same time. Like, blah, blah, blah. But what, whatever. Yeah, it seems, same. seems fake. Um, and like they're one of the most popular couples in like the entire fandom. And then I got to this part and I was like, oh. Yeah. And then I got to the blowjob scene and I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so yeah, this is like there's a lot of really classic Mista posing. This episode veers wildly between extremely budget conscious animation and some really, really great animation. And yeah. I appreciate that they're like, well, let's put the good effort behind the fights and Mista and yeah. the showdown. So they prioritized well. Yeah, it works. It actually like stands out less to me than in the previous episode, just because it's like all of the slow stuff is sort of in the beginning and yeah. we end with a lot it, of it ends strong the sex pistols like ricocheting the bullets is yeah. so well animated yeah. it's so fun Mista's like well, and all the stuff face with, when like, he's getting up the nerve to do a thing is yeah. like very detailed well, and the stuff with like you know just like driving the spike into Jacko's neck and all that I, I also want to say I think the, the galaxy brain takeaway for me is that what this episode implies is that if you saw Michelangelo's Pieta from behind, you'd think it was a blowjob. <laughs> That's my brain exploding. Into That's the why when you go to the, the museum, they don't let you behind there. Serious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Blasphemous and incestuous at the same time. That's fantastic. God, what a what a read. What a read. Yeah. Well, Rocky was thinking about it. Um, <laughs> we know that. But, but so 
just to like finish out the beats of the episode. Just, we get some really good Mr. Poses, uh, and then he collapses. I, I, sorry, I just, just want to highlight. I want to highlight specifically when when it shows the scene from inside of Jackio's visor with, with him wiping away. His he own wipes blood. away the yeah. blood. Yeah, and then that's you, really well it's done. Really cool. And when you see, but he also wipes it away to see the class that like yeah. super great Mr. Pose. Just very just contortionist. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like I, I like that. Like some of Mr.'s most famous poses are like him bent over doing the murder dance, and then him like half bent over with his blood falling out of him about to murder this guy. Yeah. It's just <sighs> missed as a bottom. Yeah, um, murder bottom. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Mr. Being a bottom. Yeah. So he's about to die. Yeah. So Giorno catches him and holds his head very tenderly and then gives a little speech about destiny. And they actually like cross cut in this episode with Mr.'s backstory. Yeah. To where it's like Mr. Learning, like b- coming to believe that everyone has a path and a destiny. And like, even if it feels like you're kind of wandering away from it, you will end up right where you're supposed to be. In Jorno's arms. Right. And then we go <laughs> back to like Jorno holding Mista and yeah. talking about how they have like a destiny together. And I'm just every time you put two dudes together with a sunrise or a sunset and talking about like how they're destined, I'm just like, this is real gay. Uh, this is this is wedding vow gay. I don't well, know. Did you know? And this is like kind of a tangent, but you might want to know this just for for funsies. Like in Japanese culture, saying the moon looks beautiful is actually a koi, but like l- like explicit koi mm-hmm. way of saying I love you. Oh. So there's tons of instances in anime of like two men standing outside, and one of them's like the moon is beautiful, and like. Western audience was would just don't pick that zoom. up. Yeah, but like it's yeah, yeah. So it's it's like a weird like little euphemism type mm-hmm. thing. Nice, yeah, but yeah. So they win, and then I like it's, it. it's the dawn of day four. Yes. now so for those playing at home, keeping well, track. Yeah, so they're halfway through the week. This is like. <laughs> Would you please? It's, it's hump day right now. <laughs> it sure fucking is. He's like, would you please heal me? And I love that Jorno is such an asshole. He's like, all right, well, um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this because also it made me think it takes so long. And I have to explain to you actually how this works. And I realized while I was watching it this time that like this is the first time he's done it to someone else. Yeah, that's true. Because he's just been painfully regrowing his own body parts. Right, and up to he this doesn't point. care because he like cut off his own limbs and like throw them at people. Like well, whenever it's he like wants. if you have to like you know pull out a splinter yourself, it doesn't hurt as much as if someone else is doing it or something. You know, it's yeah. like you know the pain's coming. So. Yeah, like I like the idea that he's kind of been thinking like I know it's eventually someone's gonna make me do this to them and like. I'm going to have to tell them that, like, I'm just a baller. <laughs> like, I can grit my teeth through this massive amount of pain. But also, like, Mr. has, like, over 18 bullet holes yeah. and injuries in him. So, yeah, it's it takes a minute. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Narancha is, like, driving the boat. So, yeah, this, I think, answers the question of, like, how did that turtle get in that car a couple episodes back? And clearly one of them carried it into the car and then hopped right. in. Because now Narancha is the chauffeur for the turtle. Yeah. And trying to find Mista and Giorno. And he picks pull- them up on the sensor. Yeah. So They're he breathing up. heavy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of CO2 here. It, What's does, going? it pulls up. And so this is the like, this is I, one of the things that I always remember from this season because I think it's what everybody remembers, yeah, which is, is. Narancha thinking that Giorno is, is performing a blowjob on Mista. Right. When really he's just healing all his wounds. He's just inside him. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> inside his body. And I mean, it's like obviously very over the top, but it's also not played as if like being gay would be bad or like them doing it. It's not like the punchline is like this, mean. What I love about this so much is that like 
Narancha, who's this like shit eating teen dumbass. Yeah. He sees what he thinks, genuinely thinks, and is not corrected on is Jorno sucking Mista's dick just like out there in public. And he doesn't tell anybody because he's just like, it's not my business. And never brings it up. Yeah. 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 There's never a part where he's like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's embarrassed at the awkwardness of encountering it, but he's not like, oh, this is bad. Also, he's not like, he's surprised that he's seeing it, but he's not like, it doesn't like throw off his whole worldview. Right. No, it just reads as like, you know, interrupting people having sex in public yeah. where you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. Right. He and, suddenly, and he's like, I'm 11 years old, so this is weird. Yeah, yeah and he is. <laughs> I thought it was nine. <laughs> he just suddenly turns into that Mariah Carey gif where he's like, I don't know, I can't read. You know, just like, <laughs> right, because Bruno's like, so did you find He's that? like, I don't see them. It's fine. Something's in my eye. I don't know what you're talking... What? I'm going to anyway, keep driving. I'm, you're breaking up. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> 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 tunnel tunnel going through a tunnel now yeah so and that's so like i part of it's funny because it's a misunderstanding but it's also funny because like naranja's reaction is genuinely really funny and none of it is like mean it's or, not homophobic or at shitty. all yeah it would be a challenge to convince me that it was homophobic yeah. like especially because iraqi doesn't do a lot of sex jokes like this so it, it, it would yeah. be and there aren't any you know, besides Trish, like there aren't any female characters in this arc. So like if he was going to do a sex joke, it was going to be between two guys. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, And if it was with Trish, then, you know, it would be weird. Like the, the one, I mean, they did do like the, the weird boob, the boob joke thing. thing. Yeah. But yeah, but like, well, and there's more comedy about Trish and her body in the future, but that's again, like, mm. it's gay. Yeah. It's gay. <laughs> it manages comedy. to be weird, gay commentary on a woman's body. It's very, <laughs> it's amazing. And but lesbian. Yeah. yeah, it's good shit. It's very like good queer embodiment comedy, <laughs> so to speak. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's this episode. This episode ends with Narancha bearing the, you know, secret of Mista and Jorno's love for each other and uh, just not telling anybody. And how it really ends, of course, is. Every time I close my eyes, no, I'm feeling so horny. This is the pa- like this was the episode <laughs> I was waiting for with this closing credits music. I was like, yeah. well, at some point, Jorno's gonna give Mista a beach, and then we're gonna s- go right into freaking you. <laughs> so fucking good, excellent. And like, not to, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but after this arc, Jorno and Mista are like just they're married now. Yeah, they're joined at the hip. I don't know, like, like quite literally in many. They've shots. like they've yelled like Mista's yelled. Jorno's catchphrase and used his blood to win a fight and then had Jorno heal him very painfully. Internally. Yep. I don't know. I don't they're yeah, I they're mean, JoJo they're, gay. Yeah. Sexual like, healing. If you were like wondering where we got all of the shipping from, this is where we get all the shipping from. It's I mean it's from the this is the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Jorno and Mista are very good. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Jorno would leave for Mista's Resolve. 